When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Well, Bill has been out of the dating scene for a long time. He was married for 18 years, and the woman he was married to, he dated six years before that. So you want to talk about being out of the game for a while. That was Bill, and there's no baseline for instinct when it comes to dating because when he went out with Christine, and this was a lunch date, by the way, she seemed very engaged, very interested. She asked him a lot of Good questions. Um, Bill liked that. He, he felt like it made it easy. She seemed genuinely interested and very nice. At the end, she shook his hand. He said, I'm going to message you. And she was like, cool. So he did. And there was no response. And it's been a few days. And this poor guy, he's been out of it for so long. He doesn't <laughs> trust his instincts. If he can't get a second date, he'd like to know if he's doing something wrong out of the gate that mm-hmm. he needs to know about. So... I don't know. Bill, Let's did I help leave him any? out here. Yeah. Was, was there anything I left out? Oh, I think you got it. Okay. Let's call Christine, see if we can get some feedback from her. Hi, is this Christine? Yes. Hi, Christine. I'm Jeff with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. I've got my partner Jen here, Fritch and Tim, and we're with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How are you? Um, weirded out. Am I on the, <laughs> on the radio? I'm sorry for weirding you out. Uh, yes, with your permission, we would like to have you join us on the radio for a conversation about a friend we all have in common. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, who? <laughs> do we have a friend in common? <laughs> we do indeed. It's Bill, who you met on, I guess it was eHarmony, and you guys had lunch recently. <laughs> Not really a friend, but okay. Right. Well, I don't want to overstate the relationship, but I will say this. Bill was very excited to meet you. He enjoyed his lunch date with you. When he was telling us about your lunch date, he said that you were very nice. Uh, he loved how engaged you were and how you were asking him questions, and it made him feel much more at ease. He thought that there was decent chemistry. Of course, keep in mind the guy was married for eighteen years. He's been out of the game for a while, so he may have had he may not he may have missed some cues. 
he did reach out to you after the date and you've not responded, which is a clear indication that you're not looking to get together again. Or I don't want to speak for you. I don't know if it's a clear indication. Maybe you got something else going on, but he feels like you're blowing him off. Could you maybe shed some light or offer some perspective, some insight as to what's going on here? Are you just not interested? Has, is there someone else? Or did he do something that you found off-putting? Because he would find it helpful if you could maybe. I just, you guys, there are just so many issues here. I, I just feel bad oh. talking about it at all because I don't want to hurt his feelings or, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally understand that. In fact, full disclosure, Christine, I should tell you that we have Bill on the line. Bill, why don't you say hello? Hey, Christine. Nice Hi. to hear your voice. <laughs> and remember, Christine, I mean, he called us. He wants this information. He's made it clear that if he can just learn something from this about future, because he's been out of the game for so long, you can kind of look at this as you're, you're providing a service for him. <laughs> Feedback. You have my full permission to state anything that's true about that date. Yeah, I, and I credit Bill for being willing to put himself out there. Okay. Well, I mean, in the interest of someone growing, and you know, <laughs> I, I guess I, I could. I, mean, yes. I don't know where to start. Um, first, he uh, he had me meet him at McDonald's for lunch. You know, I'm, I'm still, I'm not a high maintenance person. McDonald's is fine. It's lunch, you know, but right. he didn't even pay for my double cheeseburger. He wanted to Dutch at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, it's new age. Exactly. So but th- that was like, that was kind of like the first little like zinger, you know, um, and we were there for, I don't know, like 45 minutes. And I don't think he asked one question. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. About me, what I do, what I'm passionate about, you know, nothing. Um, my family, <laughs> you know, basics, you know, not even, you know, serious questions. Uh, um, it's... And how did you take that, Christine? How did you take his seeming lack of interest? Um, just a lack of manners, you know? I just thought, you know, that's what you do. You ask people questions about themselves. And, yeah. you know, if you wanted to take the time to, to meet me for lunch, right. you know, don't you want to know who you're meeting for lunch? <laughs> right. Yeah. Did it, did it make you feel like he wasn't that interested in you? Yeah, it did. But also, it felt really awkward and... um so how I deal with awkward is I talk a lot, so I kept asking him questions yeah. about himself, hoping maybe he'd get the hint, or at least I could just survive right. time together. Um, it's just he didn't really offer up anything. That could almost be forgivable on a first date, because you don't know, he might be nervous. Right. Might take him time yeah. to, yeah, get comfortable enough to figure out what he even wants to ask you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Is that it, or is there more to the story? I wish that was it. I do, because for me, the biggest issue came about when I asked him, you know, a delicate question, but, you know, I wanted to know, you know, because he kept, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, I haven't been so new to this, and I was with a total of 24 years, married, like, I don't know, like 18 or something, and I was like, well, you know, if you don't mind me asking, why did you guys split up? And he bluntly said, I'm addicted to porn. Oh, all right. I don't think that's exactly what I said. I think I told her I like to watch it a lot. (laughs) Oh. That was one of the reasons she left. There's a difference. It's one of the reasons your wife left because you like to watch it a lot. Yeah. We were growing (laughs) different ways when it came to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. I'm, you know, if you're interested in growing, I have to tell you, like, you did say addicted. And, but either way, you know, that's not good. It's not a good thing. You just don't tell someone that on first date. Addicted. You use that word. Why would I make that up? I guess. Should I have just lied about that anyway? I mean, is that how this whole thing works? The first date? I just don't think I would be pulling back the curtain on all of my life's battles and secrets. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if, if you're with someone for a long period of time and you know, you feel comfortable after like several, several weeks or months or whatever it is. It just seems really odd to me. And the fact that you would, you know, lie now when you're claiming that you're wanting to know how mm. to be better, that, that's a huge red flag for someone. Yeah. So uh, how much porn exactly do you like to watch? Would you? Is this an everyday thing? And if so, for how many minutes or hours a day are we talking? Do you like porn? <laughs> Stop. Is this something that you think you might need no. treatment for or she is didn't this say no. just think it helps? You know, I just thought after 24 years together it always helped kickstart us in the bedroom, so it was something I would get into and find new movies and bring them in all the time and and after a while she she didn't like that. So, yeah, I still still have Still watch it, I guess, daily. Do you feel like she thought it took over the relationship or that you guys weren't capable of being with each other without it? Do you think that's what bothered her about it? I think after a while, you know, I didn't really want to do it without it. Yeah. Um, we needed something, something to, to get us kick-started. And, right. And she wasn't really interested in... in uh, well, what should I say? Like doing anything out of the box, I should say. Maybe that's what Christine's concerned about is she, is she feels like she'll never be enough for you, that you'll need that oh. to make it happen. Um, I think it, you know, more like about spending 24 years with someone and needing to to change things up. I, hmm. I wouldn't expect that right, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And porn does just seem to be somewhat mainstream these days, so Why? everybody's doing it. Right. Okay, well, Christine, we really do appreciate the feedback. That was really cool of you to mm-hmm. um, to work with us. We appreciate it. Hopefully, Bill will grow from this. I'm all about people learning from their, their choices or their possible mistakes. So if yeah. I can do that, then, I mean, he definitely creeped me out. <laughs> all right, well, thank you again, Christine. And, uh, Bill, we appreciate you putting yourself out there. And if we can ever be of assistance to either of you, don't hesitate to give us a call. Okay. Thank you, guys. Yeah, for the next one.
Yeah. All right. Bill, it's time to give up that premium membership. All right, man? <laughs> hey, you might find somebody that's really into that kind of thing. Or there, somebody that he doesn't feel he needs it. Yeah. There are people yeah. out there that can go either way. But if we can do a second date update for you, give us a call, 513-749-2320. You can always email us, Jeff and Jen, two N's and Jen, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right, at 31, sunny skies, much cooler and a high of 60 today. Right now we're at 47 at Cincinnati's Q102. We were talking about this new study that finds that people mainly go places to get likes on their photos. That's become the big motivator. For, uh, for 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 basically being social is to get some love on social media. In fact, this new study out of the University of Georgia found that 86% of people say they're motivated to go places just to get that so-called social return. Mm-hmm. So let's ask Connie. Hey, Connie. How are you? Good. What What picture on your social media has got the most likes? Uh, a jar of Prego spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Why? Because it's not ragu. Well, it, my husband and I, we did fertility since 1993 until 2014, and then we stopped. And then all of a sudden, I, at the age of 43, I'm pregnant. Wow. wow. I love so, that. And now we have a beautiful, gorgeous 15-month-old. Fun. Oh. How fun. Yeah. How's it been? Exciting? Oh, I can't even begin to tell you. He's just the sweetest, most fun-loving. So he's just started to sing Row Your Boat, so he sings the word row, and it's the cutest thing ever. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love it. That's yeah. great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you, much. So, yeah, that, that, I can't even tell you how many hits. We still get people talking about it. So It's one for the record books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Take it easy, Connie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take it easy. Have a great. Oh, thank you. You great too. Day. Great week, uh, Marcy. You there. Yes. Hey, Marcy. Mine's what picture? Kind of on... similar. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's kind of similar. So you know, Friday the thirteenth was you know just a couple of days ago, and right. so my husband and I got married on Friday the thirteenth. So we wanted to save you know our announcement until then. And I'm fourteen, like fourteen weeks pregnant, and my son's name is Georgie. And, you know, the whole It movie, you know, the guy, the kid in the yellow jacket, his his name is Georgie, too. So I had my kid dress up like Georgie from the It, and then I had him hold red balloons, and I put on the <laughs> sign that said, It finally is coming. Oh. And then, <laughs> so it was a pretty inappropriate baby announcement, but coming from us, um, yes. it was fun, and we it didn't tell sense. any of our friends. Oh, you got a yeah, twisted really sense of humor, Marcy. And I, like I know. It. <laughs> yeah, we love I know. It. it was funny. All right. Thank you for that. Thanks. Appreciate it. This is Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good. good. So mine is um, actually a Halloween one, which I think fits in well with uh, with the holiday. Um, my son uh, dressed up as uh, as Poe, the new uh, X-Wing fighter. I know Jen probably knows what I'm talking about. Sure, uh, Poe. Yeah. So uh, my wife instructed me that we're all dressing up this year. So we did a Star Wars theme. So I, uh, so she is Princess Leia with the buns. Nice. And then I was like, okay, well, if we have the new one and we have the classic, then i got to do a prequel. So I uh, dressed up as Darth Maul with oh, nice. full makeup, horns, everything with the, with the, uh, the whole costume. And uh, we went out to Sharon Woods 
uh, for their, uh, they got like a haunted village behind their, um, behind the, uh, the welcome center. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did the whole, the, the whole walkthrough and the, we did a group picture and put it up on Facebook. We have like over a hundred likes and put it as my profile picture. So everybody's, uh, everybody's going uh, crazy about that uh, picture on my uh, Facebook. Nice. That's Love a cool it. one. Yep. Thanks. Awesome, Jim. Right, guys, thank you. Morning. You too. Joey. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Doing great. So what picture on your social media has gotten the most likes? Um, so mine is also a Halloween. Um, I usually, my Halloween pictures usually do pretty well. Um, but last year I went as Ariel from <laughs> The Little Mermaid because I, it's my favorite Disney movie. I know the song Part of Your World by heart. Nice. Um, yeah. So I just got like a green skirt and a purple tank top and then bought a red wig. Oh, so and you made it then. Beer. What? So you made it. You didn't just buy the costume. You actually put work into it. Well, I mean, it was a, I didn't make the costume or anything. It was just like I just bought a green skirt, like a short green skirt and everything. But I had gotten this picture of like me like kicking my foot up because I ended up wearing a purple pair of heels. Um, <laughs> and I also have a beard, and I didn't shave the beard. So like I was a very masculine Ariel. It was Ariel with a 5 o'clock shadow or a beard. I guess <laughs> full beard, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but this year, I'm hoping to one-up it a little bit because I am making an Ursula costume. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll need pictures of that. <laughs> it, I'm super excited. I'm going to, like, make the tentacles out of uh, salt, black and purple solo cups. Um, I got a, like, lavender-colored bodysuit. Oh, like, it's going to be awesome. I have to glue my eyebrows down and make her crazy, divine-ass eyebrows. It's going to be awesome. amazing. I love it. Good luck going I'll to the bathroom. I know. I love how motivated you are. <laughs> I, I was literally talking to my friends about that yesterday. I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to easily go to the bathroom yep. this year. Like, it's going to be a little tough. You might want to pack, like, a Ziploc You'll or something. You'll figure it out. You'll plan around it. <laughs> For sure. I know. All right. I'll we expect to see lots of pictures out. on social media, Joey. Definitely. I will. Thanks, guys. Right. Have a great you morning. Too. Yep. We'll like Bye. it. All right. Marianne. So, my most liked photo on Facebook is I had to have a double mastectomy last year. Everything's good. Everything's great. But about two weeks after that, when we were given an update on Facebook, we took one of those shirts that you put over your bathing suit that has like a skinny chick with a bikini on. Mm -hmm. And we put that over my body and um, said that my husband had a private meeting with the surgeon and I came out with a few different tweaks. <laughs> I love so that it. Been, it's gotten like 150 likes, which for me, I, I don't even have a ton of friends on Facebook. So that's awesome, Marianne. Thank you for that. Thank you, Marianne. Bye bye. All right, 8:36. Sunny skies, much cooler. We'll see a high around 60 today. Right now, it is 48 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. So there's a big Ron Burgundy moment over the weekend oh, that no. I thought was hilarious. You or somebody else? No, it wasn't me. It was um, Dick Stockton. You know who he is? Uh, he's a sportscaster, isn't he? Yeah, he's been around since I was a kid. When I was a kid growing up, he was uh, he was a Red Sox announcer. Uh, now he's uh, he's done it all. He's an NFL announcer. 
He pulled a Ron Burgundy move yesterday during the Jaguars-Rams game. He read a line from his notes that was supposed to be an instruction for him. <laughs> Here, I'll play it for you. Uh-oh. On the Visa Halftime Report, Kurt Terry, Howie, Michael, and Tony look on graphic for the final two bullet points. <laughs> well, sometimes... Young offensive tackle right there. And then his partner just keeps on going. <laughs> just keep, keeps his partner talking. wasn't listening to what he was saying. I'm he was sure just he... waiting for him to stop talking. Yeah. That's so funny. I like on the Visa Halftime Report, Kurt Terry, Howie, Michael, and Tony look on graphic for the final and two bullet points. Going. That's the funny part. Yeah. And well, then he doesn't say Sometimes anything. young offensive tackle right there. Oh, my God. That's awesome. awesome. Just like in the movie. Great story. Compelling and rich. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go f*** yourself, San Diego. Oh, that movie's a classic. It just, I think it's funny because it hits so home to us with Jeff. Oh, it is, totally, yeah. yeah. Like if Jen writes out something with a question mark, I'm... Which I am so tempted to do every day. (laughs) But even sometimes, like, the way that you will write a word, he'll read it Uh incorrectly. Every once in a while, I catch it before. Every once. (laughs) It's great. I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he retires, you really got (laughs) to... As he ages, it's going to get even better. Yes. (laughs) It will. I know. So, Kristen had a hip replacement and it was a really big deal because she's you know obviously she's in her mind she's way too young to have a hip replacement when we think of hip replacements you know we think of old people who have old people right but uh this was i guess like a uh, some weird degenerative thing that had been nagging at her for a long time she played uh, competitive soccer her whole life as a kid growing up and she's got you know how like we all sort of have one limb that's longer than the other like our right or our left maybe mm-hmm. a little bit longer than that. well hers is I guess there's a significant difference and that was contributing and so ultimately she had to have a hip replace her right hip replaced and she didn't know what to expect but she had a, a great surgeon mm-hmm. and procedure went down on Wednesday Stayed overnight at the hospital Wednesday night into uh, Thursday. Went home Thursday. Had to use a walker. It's amazing to me that they can even walk, like that they're not in traction for days after something right. like that. Because I remember my father had a hip replacement from a car accident he was in when I was two. So this is like the late 60s, early 70s. And this guy was in the hospital for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... a totally different medical world in 2017 and she actually did a lap around the wing of the hospital on the first day again assisted with a walker Mm -hmm. she's since graduated from a walker to a cane she's supposed to walk for five minutes every hour 
and she's got to be elevated a certain way. You know, there's all these things. She's got there's these rules. compression stockings mm-hmm. on. Instructions. And so her mother has set aside two weeks to help of, her. To help her. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a partnership because you really you, you just don't realize how much goes into taking care of a person until suddenly you're <laughs> you're like holy mackerel! I mean, you got to get them up, you got to make sure they're taking their medication, you got to get them dressed, <laughs> you, you, then you got to make them breakfast. You know, it, not to mention there's dishes to be done and laundry to do. Boy, let me tell you, please, Jeff. Tell me more. I got to tell you, taking in, care of a person. What all is involved in taking care of there somebody? There is a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's exhausting. Time, it, time, how much time does it take? Oh, but my you goodness. You have to remember, yeah. too, you have a completely verbal person that can tell you what they would like and not like. Whew. Try taking oh, care of Oh, she'll tell you, all right. Yeah, but try taking care not of Not that mustard. Like the honey <laughs> mustard. Now imagine if she wasn't specifying the honey mustard. Right. You gave her the mustard along with the sandwich and several other things, Ooh. and she took one look at it and just started screaming. Yes, and threw it and across screaming the and room. screaming. Now you would have no idea it was the mustard that was an issue. What would you do then? And she goes through ice water. I tell you, I got two <laughs> things of ice water. I'm constantly rotating, constantly. Making ice. He'd be moving out. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm out of here. Thank God her mother is there to help pick up the slack. Because, man, I'm just... It's just too much for one person. (laughs) Have you ever had to have someone take care of of you like that? No, not yet. Not really, no. It's a different perspective when someone has to take care of you. Yeah, I almost don't. It's, It's weird because... Like, I know that's what you do when you love someone, but I kind of want my loved ones to not have to do that. I'd rather, it, like, if there's a You'd way that I can... pay somebody. I'd, I'd rather have professionals mm-hmm. do it so that so that my family can just, you know, so that so that I can just enjoy the, my people. Like, well, who, I mean, do you want to be a burden? Who wants to be a burden nobody wants on the people you love? You're not but a you burden. See, that's the thing, is that you're going to need to let the people who love you take care of you, because that's what they, they do. want yes. to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll remember you said that. She didn't say she wanted I, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying me. <laughs> I'll do Thanks it. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.